Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth This is Maya Tiwari Gratitude The Healing Work of Gratitude The word gratitude is derived from the Latin word gratia which means graciousness, gratefulness, grace. In some ways, gratitude encompasses all of these meanings. It is the thankful appreciation for what we receive, whether tangible or intangible. We acknowledge goodness, the spirit of love, and kindness, compassion, forgiveness. These are all part of the context of gratitude in its full meaning. Gratitude helps us to connect to each other and by extension to the greater universe around us. It has taken me a lifetime till now to truly understand how imperative it is that we live and remember gratitude, that we live gratitude and remember it every day of our lives. It's taken me a few death experiences to truly come to terms with the fact that gratitude and its full impact upon my spirit occurred as it pierced through the illusions, the dense illusions, I might add, of a life that I have lived, humbled by so many challenges, the most recent of which was the last decade. A decade of challenges where it felt like my life was taken over by other entities, people that is, and was automatically controlled in every possible way one can imagine or not imagine. Perhaps a personal or collective or group vendetta to wipe away my flaws and to fix me with death, I have no idea what's behind it. But it was a torturous 10 years and in it I had forgotten to be grateful and thankful for every waking moment until I ended up with a cardiac arrest in London, where I was settling a few years ago. And there in the British hospital, I found such solace and grace from my team of doctors and nurses. Once again, love had come to help me to get past that challenge and that difficulty. But even then, I was so busy recovering, so busy 
with the busyness of others that had intruded upon my existence and into my life. That I took for granted so many things, the blessings I have had along the way, the wisdom served up by my ancestors. But gratitude did finally emerge in my life to help me to heal and to prevent me from becoming bitter and arid. As I said, it's taken me a lifetime to learn the nature of gratitude and its importance in our life, in my life, in everyone's life. You see, gratitude is what gives us the power to forgive. Gratitude gives us permission to love. Gratitude gives us the license to live and to let others be who they are, let events be what they are, and not to prejudge or judge too harshly the shortcomings and evil ways that can besiege our lives. At every turn in my life, I have been humbled by the challenges that I have faced, but refused to stumble until I fell on my face. It is such an arduous terrain, the life and breath of our prana, our life force, the ambit of our activities, the great perfect schema of our karmas. Gratitude also comes when we accept our karmas for what they are, whether or not we understand them, and rarely do people understand their karmas. In modern science, we're discovering so much through research, the efficacy and beauty of being positive, meaning with the feelings of gratitude. It is very easy to be grateful for the good things that happen in our life for the gifts of beautiful people and friendship and those who support us. It is so very easy to be grateful as we watch nature and children play together, as we see the beautiful glistening light piercing through the definitions of bare branches with leaves barely tethered but dancing like prayer flags on the limbs, refusing to fall. But how easy is it to be grateful when you're in the midst of chaos, when your life has become a challenge ground, when you are burning in the fires of hell started by others, but there again, others only represent our own karmas. I came out of my odyssey 
in that British hospital better prepared to embrace gratitude as the greatest priority in the healing arts of my own life. And as I step forward into the new life, challenges continue, whatever the forces are that have been relentlessly, ceaselessly pursuing my life, intruding upon it, taking control of it, manipulating, and otherwise tormenting the field of living. I still see that I am now able to put together all of the understanding of this incredible discovery of gratitude. It is more than humility, but it is definitely based on the acceptance of what is. However, punishing, difficult, arduous, painful, that present may be, that presence of the present, it is a gift. And we hear this over and over by so many masters and so many who have experienced intense pain in the fires of hell, so to speak, in the abyss of torment. Yet, it doesn't really take root into the very heart of our compassion until something significant happens. And that significant thing changes from person to person, experience to experience, challenge to challenge. And while the chaotic world continues and events around me progressed, I was able to calm the storm within by simply remembering how grateful I am that I am still alive. And that gratitude led to many other realizations unfolding through prayer, through moments of complete silence, through junctures of meditation, through sitting and feeling the warmth of the winter sun piercing into my skin. It has helped me to relieve the intensity of pain, physical pain that is. It has helped to assuage my mental agonies. It has helped me to find the calm within myself, no matter what is happening around me, toward me, against me, and for me. In one of the research that recently occurred, they took 
the studies over the past decade and found that people who consciously counted their blessings tended to be happier, less morose. The research actually set out to study about 300 adults, mostly college students, who were seeking mental health counseling at a certain university. They recruited these participants just before they began their first session of counseling. And they reported clinically low levels of mental health at the time. The majority of students seeking counseling services at that university in general were struggling with issues relating to depression, anxiety, and so on. They randomly assigned a study participant into three groups. The first group was instructed to write one letter of gratitude to another person each week for three weeks. The second group was asked to write about their deepest thoughts and feelings about negative experiences. And the third group did not do any writing activities. It is interesting what they discovered. They discovered that the group that wrote the most positive words and had the most gratitude in their writing were actually associating with greater happiness. The study went on with different myriad ways of analyzing the writings of the students. But basically, the conclusion was that those who used the most positive words, the most grateful spirit, were those who had been found through testing to be actually much healthier emotionally and mentally, much happier. But it doesn't take double-blind studies for us to understand what is endemic in our nature, and that is to get back to being grateful for something, for anything, for everything. Because whether or not we understand, and generally when troubled and when put upon and when challenged with a myriad of unseemly, tedious and toxic events, we forget that we have the silent core within that we can reach into and pull out the essence of keeping the calm. And in the core of that essence is the feeling and the attitude of gratitude. To be grateful, to remember to be grateful. If we cannot bring ourselves into the position where we're grateful for the horrendous experiences, the difficulty of, of the healing, 
the despair that we may be encountering, the disease that we have no handle on. If we cannot find ease to prayer, to open up the spaciousness wherein we can meditate, we can pray, we can reflect, then let us do one thing that is unfailing and that is reaching to the very core of that space within and widen it by intention. Widen the ambit of its existence so that we can reach something to be grateful for. And as soon as we bring gratitude up in the mind and the heart, truly and significantly with the intent to be grateful, and then find something to be grateful for, the sunlight, the bird, the leaf floating in the air, the water, sparkling like diamonds with the rays of the sun or simply a reflection, a remembrance of a family member, a mother, a father, a brother, a sister or a child that we so dearly love. There's always something we can find to be grateful for and we must it is imperative that we find that gem when we are in the middle of chaos and despair, when space becomes constricted within us, when the inner terrain of mind and heart dries up, then we need to reach down deep into that space and pull up the magic card for which we are grateful. In this way, we will continually keep remembering that we are not denying what is happening, but we don't have to give it more oxygen, more prana, and more of our life force. We simply let it be. I've lived with intruders who've come into the home while I've been gassed. I've lived with intruders who actually found a way to live in my attic. I have lived with incredible impediments, intrusions, manipulations, toxicity, physical, emotional, psychic. And I have one regret that I confess today and that is that I have given so much time and attention to these activities that in fact have to do with someone else's karma, someone else's intention, someone else's game, someone else's force. But we cannot live through regrets either. And so I've converted that regret into gratefulness. By being grateful to have recognized that I have nothing to regret. 
that I have lost some of my life force because of what has happened and because of my own participation energetically, response-wise, into that. So now I am ever more cautious. I'm ever more discriminative about the way that I use my life force and I invest it in the positive act of gratitude and create around me more and more opportunities through prayer, through contemplation, through sitting, through silence, through staying in the warmth of my blanket when I need to, so that I may continue to widen the ambit of my inner space, wherein our power of reflection lies, wherein our true power to take back control of our own lives, as much control as any human being can possibly issue upon their own lives, but to take back the choices to be positive regardless of what is happening. Thank you for listening and peace be your journey.